Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A heart contrite and humbled, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness and the greatness of your compassion. Wipe out my offense, thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin, cleanse me. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. For you are not pleased with sacrifices. Should I offer a burnt offering, you would not accept it. My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit, a heart contrite and humbled, O God, you will not spurn. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples of John approached Jesus and said, Why do we and the Pharisees fast much, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. The Gospel of the Lord. They have destroyed our cities and villages. They have taken from us not only our lands, our houses, but also our liberty of thought and action. For us, the slavery of the spirit is the worst of all. They want to force us to believe and to repeat that Russia of the Soviets is the paradise of the earth, that outside its confines there is only misery and deceit. And meanwhile, our children no longer know what sugar, meat, and butter are. That was from a letter smuggled out of Lithuania to Pope Pius XII in 1947. In 1945, after World War II, the Marxist Soviet Union took control of Lithuania. Lithuania is a small, beautiful country with thousands of forests and glacier-fed lakes. It is east of Sweden across the Baltic Sea. Just below Lithuania is Poland. These two countries, both fiercely Catholic, were unified in the 15th century, the era when Kazmier, the crown prince of Poland, lived. Kazmier is the patron saint of Poland, Lithuania, and youth. A pious and devout, devout young noble, he, he died on March 4th. 1484, at age 26, due in part to the severe penances he performed. In the 1940s, in its effort to control the Lithuanian masses, the Soviet Union made it its goal to stamp out the Lithuanians' national identity and cultural heritage. The key to doing so would be the Soviets' infiltration and persecution of the church. Because Lithuania's culture and history were thoroughly intertwined with Catholicism. Religion disappeared from schools and military chaplains were dismissed. Religious weddings became illegal and all religious holidays were abolished. During the first 12 months of Soviet occupation, every Lithuanian priest experienced either arrest, prison, or interrogation. In 1948, a propaganda specialist for the Soviet regime published the book, Reactionary Catholic Clergy, Eternal Enemy 
of the Lithuanian nation. This and a flood of propaganda that flowed in subsequent years, however, had little effect. The Lithuanians did not buy it. They knew who their real enemy was. About 20 years before the Soviets took over Lithuania, a young Casimir Tulusius, named after today's saint, he left the country in 1924 to study for the priesthood in America. By God's grace, he was ordained in 1936 for the Diocese of Springfield, Illinois. Father Casimir was a brilliant priest, a canon lawyer who taught Latin and Greek. When dispatches would come from Rome, he would be called to the bishop's office to translate their contents, as back then they were all written in Latin. Monsignor Casimir Toulouse lived a very simple, holy life full of gratitude and cheer for the gifts God had given him. His facial features resembled Pope John Paul II's, whose mother was Lithuanian. I can remember... I can remember that Monsignor Toulouse was ordained in 1936 because it says so on the bottom of my chalice. I am using his chalice at Holy Mass today. One of my two priest uncles had the chalice and he gave it to me when I was ordained. My uncle's mother, my grandmother, was Monsignor Toulouse's housekeeper for 29 years. Monsignor Toulouse was separated from his family for most all of his life. He had very limited contact with them as they lived behind the Iron Curtain of a totalitarian state. His brother, the mayor of a town, and many other relatives died in labor camps, concentration camps. Through all the heartache and bitterness this world serves up, there is a spirit that cannot be broken, one that keeps a person pushing on. The fire of this spirit blazes when a man understands his heritage. It comes from embracing the faith of his fathers, his Christian past, where he comes from, that enables him to know where he is going. The church has always had her fill of infiltrators and change agents whose goal is to erase our Christian past and leave us rootless. These agents are nothing less than agents of the prince of this world. He who sells a phony paradise on earth. He who claims that outside its confines there is only misery and deceit. Tragically, too many have bought what he sells. Meanwhile, our children no longer know what faith, hope, and love are. Let us hold on to our ancient traditions and sacred things, things like Monsignor Kashmir Toulouse's chalice, Thousands and thousands of masses have been offered with that chalice. Thousands of trips to Calvary have been poured into it. Let us understand that it is holy mass, Christ's supreme sacrifice offered with solemnity and reverence that brings about the true paradise. When we are given the grace to understand this, we will know who our real enemy is then we won't live in a spirit of slavery. We will embrace the faith of our fathers, our Christian past, and we will know where we're going. <laughs> 